This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast. We've got a beautiful day on tap today. Looks like blue skies this morning. Sun's just now coming up. We're looking forward to a Midwest summer day. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. If you haven't subscribed yet, run over to AffirmAmerica.com. Also, 2,000 Mules is still playing over there. Check it out. We got your top five headlines this morning for this Thursday, July the 14th, 2022. Let's jump right into it. Let's get into headline number five. Los Angeles lawmakers look to remove Sheriff Villanueva due to his stance against progressive policing. From Fox News, the Los Angeles County Board of Supervisors on Monday directed its attorney to draft a proposed ballot measure to give the body the power to remove Sheriff Alex Villanueva following repeated clashes between both parties. The board voted 4-1 to one with Supervisor Catherine Barger casting the lone dissenting vote. The matter would still need final passage from the board for it to be put in front of voters on November the 8th. And if passed, it would give the panel the power to remove an elected sheriff for cause with a fourth-fifths vote. In a Monday letter to the board, Villanueva blasted the proposal, calling it a recipe for corruption. He further said it would allow board members to intimidate sheriffs from carrying out their official duties to investigate crime. From the Washington Examiner, Villanueva, who is a centrist Democrat, has battled the board over its defund the police stance, enabling a growing homeless population and support of social welfare programs for criminals in lieu of jail time. Okay, so this is uh, this is California for you. This is uh, Democratic craziness. This is progressive thought. This is insanity. And to defund the police is nuts. I mean, it's just, uh, it doesn't make any sense. And that's what you get. You have a sheriff trying to do his job. And you have these progressive ideologues that sit on the far, far left of the spectrum that are trying to have him removed because he's doing his job. And crime is running rampant in California and many sectors, especially these cities and counties that want to defund the police, want to let the criminals out. It's just completely upside down. So let this be a lesson for everyone out there that progressive thought and ideology, anything to do with defunding the police is just crazy town. It makes no sense. It has no business in America where we're a land of laws and order. All right, headline number four, Biden claims Democrats would vote for him when multiple polls indicate he is vastly unpopular. From the New York Post, President Biden lashed out at a reporter who asked what he would say to Democrats who don't want him to run for a second term. Tuesday, insisting that the party is behind him despite a recent survey showing nearly two-thirds of its voters want a different nominee in 2024. They want me to run, quote, Biden, 
79 said during the White House congressional picnic. Read the poll. Read the polls, Jack. You guys are all the same. That poll showed that 92% of Democrats, if I ran, would vote for me. New York Post recent polling shows 64% of Democrats prefer a new Democratic candidate. Pew Research. Among the overall public, 37% they approve of Biden's job performance, while 62% disapprove. More than twice as many adults strongly disapprove of Biden's job performance as strongly approve. 45% versus 18%. So this is, uh, this is proof right here that Joe Biden uh, is not competent to run for president. He doesn't even understand what his party thinks about him, what the polls are saying about him. I mean, if you look and dig deep into the polling of Joe Biden, he is at the worst level that any president has ever been in. There is nothing that compares to it, not Jimmy Carter, nobody. It's completely dismal. In fact, in the age range of between, uh, I think, 18 to 29, he's got a 1% approval rating, which means a zero because there's a 2% margin of error. So it's, I mean, he's completely out of touch. He's mentally not there. He doesn't really comprehend. He can't put uh, cognitive thoughts together. And this is a reason why he actually needs to uh, step down, resign, or somebody needs to pull the trigger on the 25th Amendment because uh, he has no business running the nation. It's very dangerous for us, national security issues, and the economy. We're in a very deep uh, recession and inflationary period. And this is something that needs to be considered in the midterms. And Joe Biden has is definitely not going to run in 2024. He's probably not even going to make it through his four-year term. All right, headline number three. Democrats block Republican efforts to prevent Supreme Court expansion. From the Daily Wire, House Democrats blocked a Republican request Wednesday that would have prevented the expansion of the Supreme Court. The Republican resolution proposed an amendment to the Constitution requiring the Supreme Court to be composed of nine justices, as it has been for the past 153 years. Representative Tom Cole, Republican from Oklahoma, pointed out Wednesday, quote, fundamentally changing the composition of the court to satisfy the demands of one political party would permanently erode the independence of the judicial branch and forever alter the separation of powers, which is the very foundation our Constitution and our nation were built upon, end quote. Cole warned, but Democrats blocked the resolution on Wednesday. Congressman Kelly Armstrong, progressives want to pack the Supreme Court to get their extreme wish list while they focus on headlines and fundraising pleas. They know their radical policies are unpopular, so they seek to avoid responsibility and have unelected justices impose them. Okay, so this is how the Democrats roll. You know, they, uh, they can't win <clears throat> at the, at the uh, ballot box, so they have to find ways to maintain power. You know, any way they can, even if they have to change the rules, they twist and they move like pretzels. They just try to get their radical agendas through. The, the ends justify the means. This is very typical uh, socialist, Marxist, dialectic, posing views, trying to find ways to make them the center of power and to rule over others. So we uh, need to see it, what it's for, understand where it's coming from, 
and to vote these rascals out because none of this stuff has ever worked. If you look at history, you'll see that totalitarian nations never work. Communism doesn't work. Socialism doesn't work. The greatest nation on earth is this one right here, the United States of America, the greatest nation ever designed. And it's based on the rule of law, based on our freedoms, our liberties, our ability to rule ourselves and not have some group take control and manipulate the system for their own power grab. So remember this and keep this in mind as we approach our midterms here in November. All right, headline number two, CPI rose to 40-year high at 9.1%. From the Wall Street Journal, the consumer price index rose 9.1% in the 12 months ended in June, the fastest pace since November of 1981, the Labor Department said on Wednesday. The June increase also eclipsed May's 8.6% rate, which led Federal Reserve officials to shift to a faster pace of benchmark interest rate increases in its campaign to bring down inflation. The report likely keeps the Fed on track to raise its benchmark interest rate by 75 basis points at its meeting later this month. Stocks dropped and bond yields jumped following the inflation report. From the Washington Post, economic columnist Heather Long, inflation continues to hit hard. Groceries up 12% in the past year. Biggest annual increase since 1979. Chicken up 19% in the past year. Biggest increase ever. Gas up 60%, biggest since 1981. Electricity up 14%, biggest since 2006. Rent up 5.8%. Biggest since 1986. Ed Morsey, food inflation is almost entirely in double digits for year-on-year CPI. It's amazing what consumers are now facing at the grocery store. Cereals and bakery products up 13.8%. Meat, poultry, fish, eggs, 11.7%. Dairy products, 13.5%. Non-alcoholic beverages and related products, 11.9%, coffee up 15.8%, carbonated drinks up 11%, other food at home, 14.4% increase. From hot air, Tom Elliott, Biden administrator, senior gaslighter, Brian Deese, on the worst inflation in 100 years. Quote, more urgency than ever to pass new spending bill. Okay, this is why we don't vote for Democrats, guys. The reason we got ourselves in the pickle that we're in right now is because they were spending too much money and they're printing money, which created inflation. So the response from Brian Deese is to pass another spending bill. These guys, they're they're ruthless. They're completely idiots. They don't understand anything about economic systems and how things operate. They're just going to pour gasoline on a blazing fire already. And we're going to have a very dark time here. Get yourself prepared because this is not going to end. There's not going to be a soft landing here. It's going to go on for a few years. It's going to be tough. Senior retirees are probably going to be hit the hardest on fixed incomes. But this is going to be difficult. If you remember, if you're old enough to remember the inflation in the late 70s, early 80s, we had double-digit inflation. It's tough. So 
get yourself ready, be prepared, because the Democrats have made a complete mess of our economy. All right, headline number one. Illegal immigrant in Ohio arrested, confessed to raping 10-year-old girl. The skeptical story panned out, and in the end, a monster is taken off the street. Fox News. The man charged with the rape of a 10-year-old girl in Ohio is a Guatemalan illegal immigrant and Immigration and Customs Enforcement ICE source told Fox News Digital on Wednesday. The Columbus Dispatch first reported that Gerson Fuentes was arrested after police said he confessed to raping a child on multiple occasions. He has been charged with rape, and the outlet reported that he was possibly in the country illegally. The source told Fox that Fuentes is a Guatemalan national in the country illegally, and that ICE has placed a detainer on Fuentes, which is a request he eventually be handed over to the agency for removal proceedings. ICE later confirmed to Fox News Digital that Fuentes is in the U.S. unlawfully. Columbus Dispatch, Ohio AG Dave Yost, cast doubt on 10-year-old rape victim case, now rejoices at arrest. Franklin County Municipal Court Judge Cynthia Ebner said the case did not warrant Fuentes, who is believed to be undocumented, to be held without bond. Abner said a high bond was necessary. However, due to Fuentes being a possible flight risk and for the safety of the child involved, Ebner set a $2 million bond for Fuentes, who is being held in the Franklin County Jail. Spencer Brown. So the horrific story that has been used nationally as a bludgeoning against pro-life Americans as supposed proof that overturning Roe and returning decisions on abortion to the American people and their elected re- uh, representatives was a preventable crime that could have been stopped if the suspect had been unable to illegally enter and or remain inside the United States. So, oops, uh, President Biden, you made a comment the other day about abortions and the 10-year-old but it backfired on you because it turns out that the individual that did rape the 10-year-old happens to be one of the people that you allowed into the country illegally because of your open border policy. So I hope this is a reminder to you that we have to close our southern border. We don't want to let just anyone to cross the border and to make their way up to Ohio and rape 10-year-old little children. So, uh, Let's call on all of our elected officials, everyone, contact your representatives, and let's have them be, put some pressure on the federal government to close our southern border. This is why exactly why the border needs to be closed, and this is just one case that's high profile that everybody's heard about, and we need to end this craziness put out here by our elected officials. So again, give them a call. The telephone number to reach them is 202-224-3121. That's the switchboard to the White House, Congress, and Senate. You can leave a voicemail message there in your state or any state that you like and let us make those phones ring. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Thursday July the 14th, 2022. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast, and we'll see you tomorrow. Have a wonderful day. God bless you. See you then. 
This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it. 